Welcome to 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness with your host, Dr. Rob Bell. Dr. Rob interviews expert coaches, executives, and athletes about mental toughness and their hinge moments. The hinge. It connects who we are with who we've become, and it only takes one. And now for your host, Dr. Rob. People assume that because of what I do for a living and, and what I've accomplished that I I love it when my alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning and I jump out of bed super excited to do the, the workout. And uh, I'll tell you this, I've regretted every single time I've turned the alarm off and rolled over. And I've never, ever regretted getting up and, and doing that workout. Never. This episode is brought to you by Some Sleep. Go to getsome.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M.com. We all deserve a better night's sleep. You drink one can 30 minutes before bed, and it's that simple. This awesome blend lets you not only fall asleep fast, but then wake up feeling absolutely refreshed, not hungover or foggy. You're going to absolutely love this product. And in fact, if you go to getsome.com and enter in the promo code Dr. Rob Bell, D-R-R-O-B-B-E-L-L, you get 10% off. Guarantee you're going to love this product. Go there right away. This podcast, 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness, is brought to you by our sponsor, SOS Rehydrate. It's an organic drink mix as effective as an IV drip. It's proven by science and used by elite athletes because only the best will do for elite athletic performance. So for all your hydration needs, our listeners today get 15% 15% off if you enter the code mental toughness at I need SOS.com. So our guest today, again, he's just a normal guy. All right. He's, he's not gifted, uh, except when he does turn into his alter ego, then he becomes a bad man. All right. Our guest has two Guinness books of world records in 2010 did 22 half Ironmans in 30 weeks, but it's like no kid grows up wanting to be vice president. They want to be president, right? So there was the, there was the full Ironman. So in 2012, he set the world record for 30 full Ironmans in one year. Then in 2015, all right, our badass normal guy did 50 Ironmans in 50 days in 50 different states. So he and his wife, Sonny, and their five kids, mind you, move from state to state to accomplish this feat. Uh, the documentary is Iron Cowboy Story of 50-50-50. His book is Iron Cowboy, Redefine Impossible. He's a coach, speaker, has two epic races that we'll mention in this podcast for all of us to join in the future. And I've already given our guest away, but our guest is uh, James Lawrence, Iron Cowboy. James, appreciate you having me, man. What's up, man? Love being here. And, uh, I'll apologize in advance for any background noise. We are in construction of our new home um, here in Utah. Can't be more excited, and uh, but happy to carve out some time for you guys. Absolutely, man. Well, it's beautiful. Now we got a timestamp. This is the first podcast in the new house, man. There you go. We'll have to we'll have to do a we'll have to do a a, a follow up one from uh, from the gym that we're building, and uh, we'll we'll do something from in there as well. Indeed, man. Well, let's rock it. We always start out by. Uh, you know, on mental toughness, tell us what, what is mental toughness to you, man? 
Yeah, um, man, to me, it's doing what you say you're going to do. And uh, it literally is the number one question I get is how do I become more mentally tough? How do I how do I do what you do? How do I take what what I'm doing to the next level and, and all of these things? And um, for, for me, um, it's showing up consistently and, and putting yourself in, in difficult situations. That's the only, that's the only time you're going to grow mentally and take things to another level is experience and difficult situations where you experience growth. Um, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to take a magic pill. You're not going to get zapped somehow and you're not going to wake up one day and be a mental giant. Um, I, I've been working on my mental strength my entire life. Um, I, I can point out key events where I, I had leaps where I grew and then every single day I do the small things. I pay attention to the details and that that's what allows me to get over the hurdles um, to put myself in a position where I can tackle those big demons when, when the, the time is necessary. Excellent, man. I know one of the things you said is, you know, the secret to success is doing a lot of things well over a long period of time. A lot of little things well and consistently. Let me ask you a question. So with, with your journey, the 50 Ironmans, 50 days in, in 50 different states, um, you know, when it comes to mental toughness, I mean, one of the things that I thought was great from the documentary, not only is it a fantastic documentary, we'll put links on there, but, um, you know, throughout that process, it was your wife and kids, you know, going along that journey with you. And, and one of the things that, that kind of, you know, I'm watching the documentary with my daughter and, and she finished every one with you. You know, what was that whole experience like and, and, you know, with the family going along with you on that journey? Yeah, on every, every journey that, that we're on, um, we, we never know who, who the biggest role players are going to be and, and what the unexpected, um, you know, role players are going to be. And, and it ended up being, obviously, my wife and then my oldest daughter, Lucy. Uh, we did that 5K every single day for charity, and uh, she realized uh, that I was struggling early, early on. And she was like, you know what, Dad, I'm going to do every one of these with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, she committed to that and she showed up every single day and it became a huge why or reason for me um, to, to, have, to, to meet up with my daughter every single day and, uh, and run that, that, those, those last five Ks. It just, it just meant so much and was a huge part of my journey. You know, the, the amount of obstacles that you had to overcome with this is, you know, is really fascinating. I can't do it, do justice. I think even talking about it, but but one of the things I want to ask you is, is one of those moments uh, when you're in Vermont, it was day 30, and, and I was hoping you could walk us through that whole experience of what happened on the bike and then, you know, how you overcame that moment. Yeah, that, that was the moment I asked for, right? What happens when I reach my mental and physical limits? Mm -hmm. and, then, and, then what do, and then what do I do when I reach that moment? And uh, I, I, I often talk about the voices in our head. Mm -hmm. And the small, the small, meaningful conversations that we have with ourselves, and um, I, I don't believe the voices ever go away. I just think we get better, better at navigating those waters and, and having those conversations through experience and tough times. And I think all my experiences led up to that moment that was less than eight minutes, um, to where I had just an all-out conversation with myself and said, "What, what are you going to do in this moment?" And, and it came down to a decision that I needed to be perfect for the next one second. And then I needed to figure out how to be perfect for the next minute. And I needed to focus only on what I could control in that second and in that minute. To where over those last 20 Ironmans, I ended up, you know, the perfect Ironman. 
and and those the average over the last 20 were my fastest and so i gave myself an opportunity to adapt and to evolve i faced some fears and ultimately represented the best version of myself you mentioned that voice never goes away talk about that for us i mean because i think there's a lot of illusion that with elite athletes that that voice isn't there but you said it's still there yeah it's still there um I've learned that we are our toughest critics. Uh-huh. Always will be. Always will be. It's not going to change. And um, we, we're always going to be, you know, riddled with self-doubt and all these things that get in our. We get in our own way. To be honest with you, we get in our own way. And it's through those conversations and winning those battles that uh, that we get to the other side of of those conversations. They're always going to be there, simply because we are humans. It's human nature. We are our toughest critics. And so, just. You, again, you're not going to wake up a mental giant one day. You have to learn to have those conversations. You have to learn to do all of those small things. I um, mean, it's in, it's in those details and those small victories. Because when when you do have that moment where it is, you know, all out you against the demon, you have to have the experience and the and the the know how to to have that and win that conversation. Yeah, I, I kind of. I'll tell people that every morning when I wake up, that very, very first thought, like I'm not even awake, that very first thought is you're not, you're not working out today. And then once I, I mean, I get out of bed immediately and then, you know, I, I get going. But that thought every single morning is still there. It still fascinates me. Well, pe- people assume that because of what I do for a living and, and what I've accomplished that I, I love it when my alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning and I <laughs> jump out of bed super excited to do the, the workout. And uh, I'll tell you this, I've regretted every single time I've turned the alarm off and rolled over. And I've never, ever regretted getting up and, and doing that workout. Never. Yeah. Amen. The, the, um, hardest, the hardest thing to do in any journey that we're on is start. Right. And motion, motion, create, motion creates emotion, right? And so once, once we get moving, everything, everything changes. And so anybody that's out there sitting on the couch and complaining and focusing on all the wrong things, stand up right now. Start doing anything. I don't care what it is. Just get moving. Yeah. So... One of the things I thought was interesting was was from the outside, right? You got some serious static, and and you addressed this on the way. I guess what I was interested in is, you know, we're we're all on this journey, and we're going to face a lot of outside critics, um, you know, and, and specifically in terms like that static. I mean, some doubted the efficacy because on one of the you got hurt, and then actually did an elliptical, which I thought watching it, I was like, dude, that's way harder than than being able just to walk that sucker because I can't do the elliptical, man. I mean, I'll do anything but. But, um, you know, and, and you had to make a modification. You, you talked about that, asking, you know, for the yellow card and everything. And, and um, But can you talk about that and explain, like, what would you learn from that? I mean, some, from so many people, you know, wanting to discount the achievement and bring you down and, and not give credit to that. Yeah, you, you know, you, you've heard the old adage of, you know, don't judge a person until you've walked a mile in their shoes. Um, it's super hard to be the first person to do something. And uh, we, we didn't have we didn't have a defined rule book on this. We didn't know what we, we were going to do. And trust me, anybody thinks that they can do this better, go no, go knock yourself out. Go <laughs> knock out 50 Ironmans. And then, then only in that moment do I think you have any credibility to have a conversation with me. Um, and again, people from the outside looking in, have no idea how difficult the six hours on an elliptical is um, when that that only represented 17 miles of 7,000 journey, uh, 7,000 total miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and and until you do it, it, it actually was harder. 
uh, your feet go completely numb. We, we mimic my output and my heart rate to, to, to have the same output. It takes longer. So that means I'm outputting longer. I'm getting less sleep. It has, it has a bigger impact. People don't consider all of those things. Um, it's a, here, here's, here's a fun, fun little tidbit of the entire journey, all 50 days, mm-hmm. that time spent on the elliptical, which was challenging, um, represents 0.24% of the total mileage. 0.24. Now, this is, this is a very valuable lesson that I want people to cue in on. And if you get nothing from this podcast, get this. 0.24%. Most people I know would have listened to the critics. They would have uh, quit. They would have uh, gone back to the drawing board. Um, and they ultimately, in my, in my opinion, would, would have failed. And we succeeded because we made those adjustments. We did what it took. Um, it wasn't easier. It was actually harder. Um, harder for the social criticism that we took. So harder for the logisticals part that put a harder physically on me. Um, th- there's so many elements that, that people aren't thinking. They, they're just quick to, to jump at you to, to qualify it as a failure, right? In their eyes, in their perception. But again, walk a, 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 an inch with with the the things that we were dealing with, you, you're not. I, I'm not even willing to have a conversation with you. Um, bottom line: those people are bored. Those people are jealous, and those people want you to fail. And at the end of the day, their opinion means nothing. And everybody that's on a journey that has meaning and that uh, is trying to accomplish something, stop trying to prove them wrong. You'll never do it. You'll never satisfy them. Go on your journey, do you, and prove yourself right. In my opinion, in the opinion of my team, in the opinion of some of the highest critics in the world, this was an absolute success. Mm-hmm. The guys that, that are, aren't or have an issue with this, they're egomaniacs. They have no comprehension of what doing hard work actually entails, sacrifice, commitment, follow through, um, intelligent problem solving, all of it. Um, they're jealous. End of the day, they're jealous. I love it, man. I think too often, especially in our lives, like we're trying to please other people. I just see so many of us that, that go down that path. Yeah, you will, you will never win the troll internet battle. Ever. <laughs> That's good, man. What, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask was, um, you know, Brett Favre, when he won the Super Bowl a long time ago, right? He, uh, he was holding up the trophy and he basically said, is, is that it? Like, it was over for him, and what he really missed was that journey. My question for you is this. It's like, you know, because I just finished my first Ironman, and this always happens, but when everything is done, was there a letdown, or how often did that residue stick with you in terms of what, what's next sort of thing? What was that like when everything finished and you got back to real life? Yeah, what what's next uh, was a was a number one question that I got as well, mental and, and what's next. Uh, there there is no physical or mental what's next. I I'm totally satisfied. I never want to go to those depths again. I found out what I'm made of. Um, again, I'm not trying to satisfy anybody else. I'm trying to satisfy satisfy me. Um, what's next for me is is stuff like this. Um, last year I got to travel around the world and speak in 30 countries. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just an amazing experience and opportunity that had I quit when people said, Hey, that that's a failure. 
how many thousands of people would we not have had the opportunity to impact? I get hundreds of messages a day of people that have changed uh, mindset, changed physical ailments, changed things that they're doing because of of what what we've been able to do. Um, and and so I just I just think what's next is is this. Um, I now get a I, I now have a responsibility to go out and challenge people. Um, and, and help people get unstuck from where they currently are. Nice, man. So one of the things we like to talk about is uh, is that hinge moment, that, that one moment, one person, or one event that makes all the difference in our lives. And a lot of times we don't know the impact till weeks, months, or even years later. What was a hinge moment that happened in your life that you can share? I mean, there's hopefully your life is made up of multiple hinge moments because that means you're progressing and growing and trying to push boundaries all the time. Um, I mean, we, we could talk about when when I lost my first wrestling match, when I sat on a Ferris wheel for 10 days and, and completely shifted the direction of my life, when I met my wife and decided to, to get married, when I, when I had all five of my kids, when we made our first home purchase, when we lost everything in 2008 and they took my home away from me, when um, I'm laying there on the side of the road trying to make a decision to get back on my bike or not. Um, I mean, there's just there's just so many and they all have meaning. And hopefully you can look at those as milestones in our lives and, and learning opportunities. Um, and, and so it's hard to, it's hard to pinpoint one. And, and my goal is for people not to have one. Um, but but just kind of a fun one for me um, that, that who knows where I'd be today if I didn't do it was when I sat on a Ferris wheel for 10 days and, and won a contest and, and outlasted um, everybody in the contest. Um, I got fired from my job. I won a bunch of money and I, that's when I transitioned. I hitchhiked a ride from, from Canada to Utah and uh, totally put my, my life on a, on a different trajectory. And uh, that, that's one of my biggest hinge moments or, or pivots um, that, I, that I would never have expected. Um, and, and that's where, that's where follow the journey, enjoy the journey, because you have no idea which hinge moment, how small or big or significant is going to put you on that, that path. And so I, I would, I would say, man, 10 days on a Ferris wheel, um, taking that plunge, not knowing what it was going to do, getting fired from my job and, uh, you know, and, and just really trusting in the process. And that's where I was supposed to be in that moment. And that's, that was just a unique moment or hinge in my life were you up against somebody yeah there was, there was 10 of us that were that were on a ferris wheel for the calgary stampede which is 10 days 10 days long so i sat on the ferris wheel with nothing um, i had two 10 minute breaks a day to, to eat food and and they just they wanted to test you mentally can you sit in one spot for for 24 hours a day for 10 days and go round and round and i did that's fantastic dude thanks man yeah <laughs> But it's funny how that right there, I mean, that was even preparation for things you do later in life. For sure. I mean, we, we, we've hit it already in this conversation about challenging yourself and, and sharpening that mental that mental sword. I mean, I had no idea that those 10 days training mentally would come into play in 2010, 2012, 2015. And, and now today, as I get on every single stage, that, that mental toughness that I have to have you know, getting up in front of thousand, ten thousand people that that takes mental that takes mental toughness. That that takes me becoming uncomfortable every single day. I, t I talk about the best version of you is on the other side of your fear. Well, what's next? What's next for me is overcoming 
um, me being uncomfortable and, and doing it intentionally and getting up and, and, and hoping to help people get unstuck and redefine what their limits of impossible is, right? So in, in terms of that, I mean, being able to help people, being a coach to people, um, talk us through what, what's usually that process like? What, what holds people back and, and how do you help them? Uh, you know, it's crazy. Irrational fears is what, what help what stops people. Uh, just us getting in our own way. And uh, in January, we're, we're releasing an entire mental training program um, that's going to help people go through that process. It's going to we have obviously our triathlon training program, TeamIronCowboy.com, that we walk people through all the aspects of doing a sprint or any distance of running, biking, and swimming. Um, we've got my new facility here that we just built, 1,400 square feet, that we're going to do live streaming. The app's going to come out in January. You can work out with us all the time. We're going to help you achieve your, your goals, but. There's the physical, there's the mental, and we're gonna hopefully hone in on both of those and, and take everybody through a process. And it's not a, it's not a read this book and here's a fix. It's mm -hmm. you have to do these physical things and make yourself uncomfortable and and learn. You need to have those conversations with yourself. You've got to go to the depth. You've got to do all of those things. And that's what people. Here's the reality: is people people email me all the time. Hey, how do I? I have this dream. I want to accomplish this big thing, and then I I lay it out of what it's going to take and what it's going to sacrifice. And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't I don't want to do that. Yeah. And uh, you, you can dream all you can dream all you want. You can do all that, but when the rubber meets the road, and it actually takes you showing up and sacrificing and putting in the work, people see the headline 50, 50, 50, right? They don't, they don't see the decade worth of fighting in the trenches and the sacrifice that my family and I went through to, to accomplish that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I'm most proud of. Not the not the final 50 finish line. It's the decade before that, showing up every single day, being consistent, and making those sacrifices to become the iron cowboy to be able to have a chance at even attempting what we did yeah tell us about um tell us about the races that you have coming up and, and the the vision behind that yeah you know after the after the ironman 50 i mean the 50 ironmans everybody always said what's next right so i, mm -hmm. so I went and i tackled i ran 235 miles across greece i rode my mountain bike up mount kilimanjaro in africa i did the four toughest uh full distance triathlons in the world i did keltman swiss man alaska man and norse man um, and, and I got through those races and I was like, you know what? I live in the most epic place to put on this type of race. And I love the grassroots effort of it. I love the, the camaraderie. You have to have your own support person. Mm -hmm. I loved all of that. And so I put on um, a race in Vermont and a race here in Utah called Vermont's Toughest and Utah's Toughest. And um, this year at the Utah's Toughest, we had five, five solos finish. And uh, if, if you're looking for a, a, something to push you mentally and physically, this will do it. Um, our, our, our overall champion was 15 and a half hours. Um, it's over 10,000 feet of climb on the, on the, on the bike ride alone. We just opened up registration October 1st, uh, 2000, uh, what are we 18 now? And, uh, and so we're super excited to put on these races. It's what this is all about testing people physically and mentally and taking this, um, endurance game to the next level. You can, you can find registration about all of our races on, uh, ironcowboyracing.com. Yeah, definitely put those links there. When, when you do all these races and everything that you accomplish, how does that translate into real life again in the day-to-day -day, you know, interactions that we have with so many people with our families? How does that translate? Well, we, we gain a, a ton of mental toughness by doing these things and, and seeing them to completion and getting through the training. And that type of skill set translates into everything into your life. It translates into marriage. It translates into parenting. It translates into your careers. I mean, just that mental aspect translates into everything. I mean, uh, marriage isn't easy. I mean, we, we've managed to mentally 
um, you know, get through difficult times when we've been married, we're on our 19th year. Nice. Uh, that that's a rarity nowadays. I mean, people just quit on things so, so quick. We've got five kids, four teenage girls. I mean, all of the things that we learn mentally through racing, we can apply to our other lives. Um, and so it's just that, that's why that's why I love the endurance racing in the community because it's it's so applicable to everything else in our life. Absolutely, man. Well, four teenage girls, man. That we should do a race around that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I can't imagine, buddy. I'm not there yet, man. With um, what what is it that I guess one last piece of information that you can share with us? What is something that let's say, you know, we're not somebody that's a couch potato, but we're somebody that's still just in mediocre, right? They're just getting by. What it, what's the information? What's um, the strategy that you know that you can impart to us? Yep, we, we've hit on it. It's being consistent. Mm-hmm. It's showing up every single day. Success breeds success. Confidence breeds confidence. Don't try to climb Everest today. Um, if, you, if you have a big goal, allow it to be a decade from now and then take the appropriate steps to achieve that goal and give it the respect that it needs and deserves in order to do it. Every time I see somebody's fails because it was too goal, too big of a goal, too quick and not willing to put in the work. And so my biggest thing is break it down to the smallest of things, enjoy the journey and show up every single day. Wait, so say that again. If a, if a goal fails, what, what were those three keys? If somebody fails, it's because they, they, they weren't willing to do the work that it took. Uh-huh. They didn't give it the time respect that it, uh, that it deserved, and, and they just they just, they just just wanted to accomplish it too quickly. I, I get people all the time, yeah, I want to do this amazing thing, and I want to do it tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a great goal for five years from now. Right. right. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I'm going to put those links in there. Uh, James, thank you so much, man, for uh, you know joining us and taking the time. Absolutely. Um, and uh man i really appreciate it man thanks so much yeah yeah see you guys thank you for listening to the mental toughness podcast if you like what you heard today please be sure to subscribe to our podcast you can also check us out on twitter at dr rob bell or visit our website at drrobbell.com